0: Hey, everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-commerce show. And today I'm here with Jimmy Kim, and uh, he's the founder and CEO of Sandlane. And uh, this is an email, SMS and now review platform for e-commerce. And uh, I was a few weeks ago in L.A. at the Geek Out or GeekX event, and uh, that's where I saw Jimmy speaking and uh, I talked to his team. We had a good time. And, uh, I hope we will work together soon as well with clients. And I just decided to invite him to tell our audience more about their platform, because, uh, it's not a secret that, um, our company, we use mostly ClaviO for years and different SMS platforms, but I think it's good to keep an eye on different other tools. Um, Klaviyo is going more enterprise in the future and, uh, my company won't, so that's why we want to look around all the time. And Clavio uh, is not you know, the perfect platform for everyone. So I think Sandlane is a great company as well. And that's why Jimmy is here. So I'm happy to have you here today. How are you?
1: Hey man, thanks for having me here. Excited to be on this thing.
0: So let's start with your story. When did you start this company? And uh, was it your first venture? What was the initial idea? Give us some background.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our our story is a little bit different than the unique one. Uh, this is my third business that I'm starting. My um, and in fact, Sendlane started out of my first two businesses. Ultimately, so I come from my last two business. I was a content creator, affiliate marketer. That was my first like business venture. I mm-hmm. uh, invested into this little retail storefront uh, in Las Vegas uh, to give him money for a PO and i eventually said hey let me be a partner. let me get involved we spun up e-commerce and we became a uh, almost a 10 million dollar d2c brand by 2016 when uh, we were selling men's streetwear right so that's where all this need and necessity kind of bubbled up from and during that time myself and other two co-founders that uh were working with me we all used email as a main driver of revenue for our business so uh we built this little tool to do it ourselves cuz the only options back then were bronto or mailchimp right and we couldn't afford bronto and yeah. mailchimp was just too basic it's almost a same basic tool as it's today, and so uh, basically, uh, we built this tool. And then in 2017, I decided that uh, with my uh, e-commerce store, we parted ways as friends, partners. Uh, he moved on with the business, and I exited. And then uh, I also sold and got my other businesses acquired. I had taken that content creator affiliate business, and it became a software business. And I sold multiple software product and assets on the market. Few that have multiply been uh, reacquired recently, which has been really cool to see. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I started to build this thing called SendLane. So the idea of SendLane was not because I wanted to go build an email tool. Email is my love. It's my foundation. But the number one problem that I went to solve when I started SendLane was that I realized that there was a problem in in the e-commerce space. And it was the tech stack, ultimately. The MarTech stack is incredibly crazy in my opinion. And now when I, when you zap back to 2016, 2015, 14, it was even crazier than it is today because you had yeah. to buy the little widgets for all these little things, $399, $799, $499 for this thing. And you know, what drove me crazy? I couldn't cancel half of them. And you know, as a founder, like you just get stuck on these $5 bills, even though they don't really, really mean that much on your business, but it just annoys you enough and it created enough Anger within me. And I said, Hey, I need to go figure out how to unify the stack, but I can't just unify the stack. I got to get email and I got to get it really right because to me, email and SMS matter the most, right? Those two things yeah. are the two primary channels for revenue. So we need to focus the heck out of it on that. So in 2018, I raised a bunch of money for my seed round. I started building. It took me two years plus to build. And then by 29, 2021, I came back out in the market and started to kind of get my traction out into the market. Now, obviously, no matter how good your product is, your marketing has to. Start hitting right, right, as well, too. So I realized that I have an inherent superpower because I'm an email marketer. The product was built with my mindset as well, too. And realizing that you know I needed to go out into market and go like you know, explore and create noise and stuff like so forth. So I started sharing a lot of my expertise in market. So you know, I have a really big deliverability expertise because. I figured out my own deliverability. I didn't sit on a product like SendGrid like our competitor does because I needed to figure it out because early days, honestly, I didn't know there was another option. So I we just went out and figured it out. Uh, and then number two, when it comes to email and strategy, I definitely am very much still in the weeds with this stuff. I actually, we always joke because I inherit three, two to three clients every quarter that I build mm-hmm. and help them revive their strategy in their business and help them actually see very big success in our platform. It's one of my weird things. There's no... There's no way to pay for it. It's just, I think your brand's cool. I see a lot of potential. I want to help you because I see so much opportunity. And that's how I sharpen my knife as well, too. I'm keeping myself sharp in this market, too. So uh, with that story, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we got here. And today we're, you know, we're a remote company, but we are San Diego based, uh, meaning that myself and the uh, the other uh, the uh, executives and the leadership are here in San Diego, uh, but we're a remote company, about 70 people here today. And we work on mid-market merchants. So we like to focus on merchants doing up somewhere around a million dollars to about a hundred million dollars on e-commerce. Uh, that's mm-hmm. our sweet spot. That's where our product is designed. That's who I am. And that's where our product roadmap continues to go forward because that's yeah. who we're focused on. So, uh, and that comes down to reasons why people come over, right? Like why do people come to Sendlane right off the top high level? It's very simple. One, I keep it really simple. Uh, I, I like to use analogies of what people like in the market today. And I would say very simple. I say, hey, we give you the robust power that you want from Clavio, but we give you the ease of use to something like MailChimp, but we give you the support that you might be getting at PostScript or Attentive, right? We kind of combined all the best of the best. And then we added this thing called reviews on the product that we don't charge for because it's a feature of mine. So like, I look at that as a, you know another part of our stack that we continue, but It doesn't stop there. I'm not going to go spill the beans on what we're building out over the next couple of quarters, but like we're still going. We're here to efficiently save your business money and unify your stack and bring it into a single MarTech stack where you can do all the things that you need to do without sacrificing the time, cost, and energy. Just logging in every day to four platforms, that's 15 minutes a day. Think about that. That's five hours a month right off the bat. That's real savings of time and energy, and that's what we're focused on. So uh, that's our story, just giving you the high level how we roll right into Sendlane and we'll talk about it. We can talk about anything you want about Sendlane itself now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great intro. And I really like that you look into real accounts every quarter because I cannot name any other uh, email software company that, uh, that the CEO actually does that. So Yeah, so that, no, I uh, the last cool.
1: one we just did a whole case study on it was Braxley Bands. That's the company that we just did it on. I tripled mm-hmm. their revenue in 30 days. their program just simply setting them up with structure setting them up with the proper audience management setting them up with some strategy and now Mm. they're taking it i like to say i'm gonna show you how to fish and i'm gonna teach you how to fish and then i'm gonna watch you fish from a distance right that's my goal because look dude like we got to keep learning on our side but also i think that you know these businesses struggle because they don't know and once you can teach them once yeah these founders are so smart man they pick it up so fast and then they're running off their races and replicating and they're upset they're not doing better. And I'm like, that's what I want to hear about it. So yeah, uh, it's a personal passion of mine. I know the team really likes it because I get really hands-on with customers and it's not about size. Like I can work with, we were working with a large client, hundred million dollar client recently. We're doing design and updates there, but then, you know, this brand here is probably a sub million dollar company and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because we need to go work on all spectrums and learn. So yeah,
0: makes sense. Yeah. So let's go one by one. Let's start with email marketing. Um, so this is the dinosaur in the room, right? Because email has been here for decades. And sure. I think it, it's going to be here for a while. And uh, how how does your platform differ? I know you are big on uh, deliverability as well. And uh, the technical side, not all platforms. Um, I mentioned Klaviyo, you mentioned it as well. How does it compare to other tools? And, sure. And... Uh, where is your edge, and and what your platform is is not. So who who is the person and business where you know they shouldn't use assembly. absolutely
1: great question. So on the email side, that's our core and love, right? So it starts with the deliverability engine. We own our own infrastructure. And what that gives me is tremendous insight into every business and the help that we need to provide those businesses when they're struggling the most, right? Deliverability is one of those fun things. It's not a problem until it's a problem and it's already yeah. too late, right? And yeah. my, my job and our platform job is to turn that problem around as fast as possible. And when you have that line of insight that we produce within our company we can help you turn that around really quick. And generally one, two cents, I get you right back on path, get you out of the heck, the problem we have. Secondly, as an ESP and sending the volume, we have direct lines, we call Gmail, we call Yahoo directly, we call Outlook directly. You can't do that over when you're working through a third party intermediary, right? So we have that, right? There's the first thing. Secondly, here's where our platform is better. And I just say simply better, right? We've taken the things that you might be on clavio and you're annoyed by, you click 17 times and we do it in one click. We eliminate the click, eliminate the action. I notoriously, as a a UX guy on the product side, like I want things to be faster and tighter and easier to handle because as a marketer, we don't have time to click 17 times and look at my report, click on this report, yeah. build this report, generate this port, and then see it. It should be on one page, in front of you. So when you come into our platform, the first thing you notice is the accessibility of data and being in your face, that's like number one and key. Number two, we just took care of the weird nuance problems. Let me give you the number one problem I hear all the time. You make an automation on Klaviyo, and I want to just change the trigger. You can't change the trigger. You got to stop it, duplicate it, and start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Send lane, you can do it in real time. Not only that, mm-hmm. you could add two more triggers to that single trigger and change it, or you can let the trigger move and expire while you're flipping on the new trigger on the other side, right? Little things like that we've basically solved. Uh, we also solved a really big problem that we're noticing more and more is multi-store, for example. You know, I have a USA yeah. store. I have a Canada store. Why do I need two clavio accounts? makes no sense your site itself is doing geolocationally moving people right so you should have be able to connect multiple sites have multiple attribution lines but also be able to segment your data back and forth so little things like that i've solved uh you know we've focused on a lot of the things but and then you, you can go into technology right the two things of technology that i would say are really awesome about our product is one the segmentation engine i can already ask you daniel create a segment how long does it take Maybe a couple minutes, three minutes, five minutes?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on the filters, but it can be very tricky sometimes. And yeah. and uh, it's very easy to make mistakes, actually, because the end or definition and exclusions, inclusions, all of that. And then, so and then you not, wait
1: five minutes yeah. for it to tell you it's wrong. And then you wait another yeah. five minutes,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. And
1: that five minutes, I probably could have processed a hundred of your segments that you're building. Mm-hmm. speed man speed is there in our platform newest product no technical debt we don't have that problem we keep technical debt at the ultimate most i'm a believer in the technology side that if you keep your technical debt at the lowest level you can build faster so we actually institute yeah. that within our business right the second part of that uh, side is we use the most modern compression engine so you know do you know what mjml is uh mail That's jet language That's okay true. so Yeah, so Mailjet Markup Language or MJML is the latest uh, compression engine for email. So Mm -hmm. basically, you know, when you send an email out, the reason why emails get clipped is because you've got too much random junk inside of that email. Yeah, yeah. MJML strips that all out, compresses you down to fit the whole Gmail clipping problem. For example, Klaviyo sits on HTML5 on their new editor they just released as HTML5. So we know they're not coming to MJML anytime soon. On our side, we got the compression engine. Automatic mobile functionality across all devices, fonts, information. And we're using the same thing that most people go out and hire developers for. So, again, newest ideas, newest frameworks, newest tech allow us to build on the newest things as well, too. So those are just the the simple things on email. And then, of course, the third and the biggest thing I talk about a lot is we don't charge you on your data. We don't charge you on your contacts. We charge you on what you use. So if you've got a million contacts, you've got 100,000 active, we want your million contacts in the space. We want your hundred contacts. And if you send only 2 million emails a month, pay for the 2 million, not for the 10 million you're going to get because you needed a million account. So we save you money ultimately because we're more fair because mm. we're merchant, merchant first pricing in the way that we think about a lot of our things. And yeah. then we wrap all that up with just intense customer support, man. You know, our our uh, our dedicated support is incredible. I tweet about this all the time because that's really something that I really care about. Our live chat, man, 24-7-365 on 4th of July next week, whatever it is, whenever it is, we'll be there. 15 seconds, 30 seconds or less. We'll be there to chat with you. And most of yeah, it's... Actually,
0: actually, I just wanted to ask, so it seems like um, you take this seriously that you are behind the the customer and you are ready to help them anytime and and you are easy to reach and uh, you are helpful, you can help with the technical things. And how is it possible and how it's not possible with other companies, other sure. sort of companies?
1: So, look, you got to do things that can't scale when you're, the, when you're smaller still. It's 100% things we do. Uh, we do that because we try to instill the culture within the company of this is how we move as a company and do it. And as we mm-hmm. scale, obviously, it's going to be a challenge, but we're going to try to keep it in the culture. So the idea is that we need to be extremely helpful. And it's not hard to be helpful. It's hard to, it's it's not hard to communicate. It's not hard to be helpful. But solving a problem sometimes can be a little bit of work. But at least if you yeah. know someone's trying to solve your problem, it's a heck of a lot better than just sitting there empty, waiting and twiddling your thumbs, right? Yeah. So like, that's how we think about it. We try to save as, solve as fast as we can. But our satisfaction, anything you read about us on the internet is all about the amazing support we have and the communication we give you. We want to make sure that you're never, because why? Again, man, I take it to myself. I was the business owner. I am a business owner. And you know what I hate? When I write into a product and then three years later, I get a response back. That's, un- mm-hmm. that's unfair, especially when the people yeah. are using our tool are making money. So like everything that we're waiting for is hurting their bottom line pocket. And that means a lot to me. So I want to make sure that that's always in front and center when we're working with people.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. So it's mostly in the culture. That, that's the main thing. Hey, Budai Nation. welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. And if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic. So it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. Let's talk about SMS and after review. So there are so many SMS tools out there. It's even Absolutely. more crowded than the email tool market and uh yeah i could mention that doesn't at least just now but um how how does your sms platform or tool uh work and yeah yeah our uh
1: you know we do short code we do toll-free <clears throat> numbers we do 10 dlc we do all of them right um i would say that our sms tool is great it works exactly like it's supposed to work it's unified it's real time our segmentation real time so A lot of that all works really well with the email product. It does work alone by itself. Obviously, Uh, it does all the tracking and deep tracking that you need to do. Uh, Yeah, I mean SMS is pretty black and white, dude. Like we all, you know, I always laugh about SMS because people think there's something magical with SMS. But at the end of the day, the end pipeline is all the same providers, all the same carriers, all the same filters, all the same things. Nobody has it's legal compliance, making sure that you're asking correctly, collecting correctly, and Mm -hmm. then just making sure respecting all the laws behind it. But really, SMS, we, might, we do all the things that everyone else does. So,
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you price this uh, based on the number of text messages or anything else?
1: Yeah, we are uh, we are an all-inclusive pricing. So again, we, we kind of take that approach. Uh, no carrier fees, no shortcode fees, no overage fees, none of that stuff. It's all about credit-based. How much you're spending, you pay us. It's yeah. you predict and you pay us. So if you think you need 75,000 credits a month, that's what you get and that's it. And that's what you yeah. send on. And if you need more, you move up and pay for more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now the newest thing is reviews, right? So, uh, and as you said, you don't charge an extra for that. So what is it really about? How can companies use it?
1: Yeah. So, you know, for me, reviews is very simple. Reviews is obviously very important on a website, star ratings, all that stuff. The second part that I think people miss is that how effective it is for helping conversions and helping the customer make moves, right? So our reviews product we released. And, you know, it's funny is this is my second time I built the reviews product. I built my first one in 2015. It's called Review Trust. It still lives on today. Powers 19,000 businesses. So I learned a lot from that first venture. Uh, so we've rebuilt reviews with a very s- straight focus of what we need to do and accomplish which is to help the co- uh, to help the business collect and post reviews right moderate and uh, you know moderate and curate those reviews on their page with branding and all that stuff and then of course using in technology dynamic abandoned cart reviews, uh, dynamic reviews inside of by categories and products based on the emails you're sending. I just have more data then you can segment all that data you can moderate it you can add sentiment to it and I realized that all this is gonna do is empower the marketer to do better. And realistically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin some people's stuff here, but a reviews product doesn't cost a company very much money to run once it's done. It's not something that constantly needs crazy updating. It's because you need to innovate that you need to come up with stuff. So we focused on what we called 80%. The way that our business runs is, Email and SMS, best in class, we, we we focus on that. Reviews, we're focused on 80%. I'm focused on what 80% of the people need. And if you have a really deep use case and reviews are such an important thing, please use the best in class tool because that's actually what they're there for. But for me, yeah. I look at the most of the market and say, most of the market doesn't even care. They just look at this as an additional $500 bill on their bill. And they just know that it's important to have reviews. But why am I paying for it? But I'd rather say, don't pay for it, get it for free and then use it to make more money with it. So it's not a its a negative cost factor that making that switch to us actually can help you make more money. It just seems like a right thing to me. So I didn't charge for it because I said, hey, you, and guess what? When you do this and you make more money, guess what you do? You send more email, you send more SMS, you collect more email, you collect more SMS. It's a big life cycle for me. It's the same thing you'll see with some of our new products coming out down the line too. There's no cost for them. It's all about email and SMS usage. Again, merchant first thought process here.
0: Yeah, and... Uh also it's in one platform so again if you need only the 80% of reviews which is most of the businesses then uh, you know it's in the in the in the platform that you use for sms and email anyway so i think that's a huge win yeah Um, and and what what new tools are you thinking about to come up with
1: I'll see. Um, well, I'll, I'll talk about the ones that are in the immediate roadmap, I guess. And I can tell mm-hmm. you these because no one can copy me. No, my competitor is not going to move any faster than I can. Trust me on that one. So uh, right now uh, on our pop-up side of things, uh, we're working pretty diligently in the back end right now with our mm-hmm. pop-ups, um, thinking about surveys, quizzes, funnels, multi-step, uh, testings, A, B, incremental. I'm getting pretty deep into it. And uh, we're going to release over three phases over the next six months of uh, a really cool pop-up builder, because now I realize how important this is right now in in business more than ever. And again, it's a tool that a lot of people are paying extra for and we want to we want to bring it in house because to me, it actually is an identity point for people, a capture point. It's really important to own that step. So that's one of the products we're working on. We're also working on WhatsApp right now as well, too, okay. so merging it into the platform to solve for international because we realize realized that's the international solution and we're working on push. So we're working on all the different messaging channels uh, right now, and hopefully we can get these all out before the end of the year. That's the goal right now. So we're pushing hard on all of these right now internally, and we're going to ship those out. Mm-hmm and uh again it's all used push won't cost you anything of course uh same thing with uh same thing with uh what's that called again the pop-up forms that's not going to cost you anything either uh whatsapp there's a cost because there's a fee but you have to pay facebook directly anyway so uh that's different right so
0: but uh yeah
1: we've got we've got a lot of those and that's just our immediate near roadmap and the next year we start continuing to dive into more things next year okay.
0: so, that's yeah. amazing and uh, yeah all in one platform that's great um Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with pop-ups and push, but not much with WhatsApp, actually. I know it's very popular in uh, countries like Germany, India, South America. And uh, yeah, I I know a few solutions, but uh, I don't know. It's still the wide west, I think, for me. And again,
1: you integrate it under one. Imagine the ability to collect and then being able to ask him is an SMS or WhatsApp or even use an identifier to figure that out. It's just it's just about creating better customer experiences, man. One communication channel, I think you're starting to see like I'm trying to tie in all the communication because then I can start tying in all the data. And when I can tie in all the data and I can see the entire life cycle, I can start solving on the problems that we have as, as e-commerce merchants. like the biggest problem they have is really attribution. And honestly, that's that's the aim for the future. The long vision of this company is to truly solve and give you true attribution insight. That's really what I'm... Solving. How do you
0: approach attribution, by the way? Because that's a tricky topic.
1: Yeah, so uh, today, if uh, if you use the default setting, it's last click. We don't use opens as our thing. We use last okay. click, three day last click. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we will have in the near future open, uh, open as a option because people have been asking for it. But right now, we only allow on the click side because mm-hmm. truly as a marketer, I don't believe an open should be ever be valued against an attribution, but I do understand a mentality behind it and I want to be yeah. open to everybody. So today we only use uh, clicks, but we will have an open here in this quarter that will fix that need for people mm-hmm. that are asking for it.
0: Yeah. Got it. So I have a more specific question. I remember your presentation and you mentioned uh, the number of images in the email and mm-hmm. the plain text, how it affects inbox rate and uh so yeah, what's your opinion on that? Let's share it with you. Oh, our- let's
1: talk about it. Look, it's not a black and white bullet. I'm not telling anybody that yeah. this is a black and white. Like, oh, if you use images, you'll go to spam. No, that's not that what I'm talking about. For me, everything is about edge. When you're thinking about email deliverability, it's hedging yourself about the best edges. And the best you can do, those little incremental pushes can make and break a difference, right? So when you look at images, why did we go to images? Well, we went to images because we wanted aesthetically pleasing designs. We wanted fonts that worked across all platforms. And we also wanted mobile resizing, right? That's really the three reasons why most people went. And then we're also lazy and we don't want to put the effort and energy and converting it into anything else, Mm -hmm. right? That was the fourth one. And so there's nothing, again... Nothing wrong with doing it if you're doing great things like audience management and you're doing great things like uh, ensuring that you're also doing great list list hygiene and getting rid of people and keeping a really core tight audience, probably not going to make much of a difference ultimately. But let me be honest about this. Most brands aren't doing that. They're doing everything else but that and being tight about it and using this stuff. So now it comes into a very simple black and white answer. You got an image, only a certain amount of that is readable by AI. Otherwise, Gmail is not assuming, for example, let's just use Gmail example. They're not assuming if they can't see the images, colors, whatever, they're going to go run it on stock photos. They're going to run around different things and they've got to go find your reputation, right? Now you can ask alt text to help. Alt text will definitely help that situation, but it's still not there the same way that you would on the uh, image side, right? And, you know, look, they know that you can have that. Secondly, right, uh, I think that as devices continue to change, what we're learning is using images only doesn't always help you because some devices will display these things funky and weird. Yeah. And you should be using a modern framework that you have to be able to display it. And then third, it really comes down to, again, the spam filters. The, less it, the more it can read, the better it's going to help you if you're doing legitimate stuff like ultimately it's only going to help you out. And, uh, and then the fourth thing for me, the thing that I think that irks me the most at a marketing level is, man, how do you know where people are clicking? How do you know where people are touching? If you've, if your box is to click, maybe they're really clicking on this little logo on the right-hand side, but you can't see that quite as well when you're doing it on a logo uh, image base. So all those factors tie into deliverability and the fact that those are guesses that none of us can have and that your lack of insight. Again, If you're doing great audience management, great list hygiene, you're doing all that stuff, it probably won't make much of an effect. And people will argue me back and forth, but take a brand that's doing poorly. And I've I've met plenty of brands, by the way, that do this, by the way. And they'll come to me and tell me. And I say, okay, we're just going to change this. Let's watch what happens. Click-through rates go up. Their open rates go up, right? Why do those go up? Simply because you're getting more eyes on it and filters are allowing more to come in, which is going to allow more people to click on and engage with it, which is going to increase your reputation. It's all part of the entire package. But when I talk about it I just say hey, just go 40-60 for me. 40% text, 60% image. I'm okay with that. But make it readable text on the page because it's yeah. only gonna help you. Let's don't don't create this is like creating a barrier for yourself for no reason. It's like lowering your tire pressure before you go on a road trip just because you don't feel like putting some tire in there air in there. You know what I mean? Like just put yeah. the air in there. It's only gonna help you go faster.
0: Yeah, I agree with this And uh, Also we always check the emails that we create uh, for our clients. For example, if uh, the images are turned off, we want to make sure that the email still makes sense. So we use the alt text, the call to actions are not on images only. We use uh, the text blocks and uh, because many people usually not Gmail users, but more like B2B email uh, users, more like uh, Hotmail Outlook, they turn it off and they cannot see images. The other thing That's is the when reason start... why the
1: most uh, Hotmail or Outlook or Microsoft has low open rates is not because you're not delivering, by mm-hmm. the way. It's because they don't open their images.
0: Yeah, That's it. yeah, yeah. The other thing is when we start working with a uh, brand, then uh, we it's very rare that we start with uh, on you know with nicely designed um, and full of images type of emails. So we start with more text heavy. Let's see the inbox rate, the engagement, the revenue, and after we iterate and um, we make more emails we we have brands where like 80 percent of the email is images but uh it's not in month one it's after several months and we see the results all of that yeah yeah um i have one more question to you so sure. what would be your number one tip to e-commerce business owners now uh, mid 2023 <sighs>
1: there's a lot uh, what's my number one tip? Does it need to be about what we're talking about now or is it just in general?
0: Uh, let's Let's uh, keep it more um, you know like uh, something recent, something uh, fresh.
1: Sure. So, yeah, you know yeah. what, something fresh for me, what I, I've mm-hmm. recognized is that, and this is a weird one, but I've, I, you know, I do this thing called mentor pass and I uh, meet a mm-hmm. bunch of people. Number one thing I hear from every one of these guys that are really early start uh, early stage or like smaller is that they try to do everything. And one thing I always talk people is like, Be honest with yourself, step back and look at your business and look at the one or two things that are probably driving all your success on your business. Stop doing Mm. everything else and double and triple down on those exact things. And literally, that's been my advice that I've had to give to probably the last ten people I've met. And I think mm-hmm. that that's something that I've seen. And I think it's very easy—the internet, the social noise, everything. It's very easy to get yourself distracted and try yeah. to think that I can do everything. And you know, just because this guy's doing Facebook and this guy's doing TikTok and this guy's doing, you know, uh, this guy's building a community and this guy is uh, doing mobile, people get all distracted about it. And I find out that real fast that a lot of times, those early stages, especially. Get focused, but it doesn't even even to our business today. I mean, we recently even at my our stage, we went through this exercise the last month. We said, let's step back. Let's look at all the things that are happening across the business. What's generating revenue? What's moving the needle? What's not? Let's drop the Mm -hmm. things that are not moving the needle anymore. And I think that's a really good awareness. We do that quarterly. That's our kind of cycle that we like to try to think about it. But I tell other people right now in e-commerce too, same thing. Just look at what's working guys. It's a tough time in the market right now. I know things are down a bit across different brands. Like the smaller brands are struggling a lot more than the bigger brands, of course, definitely seen that in the data on our side, but really it's just get back to the fundamentals, get solving on focus on what worked, stop trying to chase that shiny object and optimize what's working in front of you and a lot of people and you know this is my obvious bias but most people by just putting that extra energy in their retention channel will make all their money back real fast because most people they don't make enough money in their retention channel it's not working the way they yeah. should be working
0: i can only agree with this as a retention marketing agency owner yeah um, it's true yeah. most
1: are most are leaving so much money on the table it's free money they're leaving on the table yeah. literally
0: yeah. Especially nowadays, SMS push, even the reviews, loyalty program, all of those. Um, yep. yeah. I just read this stat a month ago that the Shopify Plus brands, only twenty percent of them use SMS marketing and Shopify plus brands, so not the small guys, only twenty percent. It's crazy. So yeah,
1: it's still it's still yeah, it's still uh, still working there, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's yeah. it's uh it's an interesting thing as we see it moving
0: forward. yeah. All right. So thanks Jimmy for uh, sharing your story and talking about Sandlane. And uh, I will put a link into the description for everyone so you can uh, go there and check out the platform. And also I will put a 50 point uh, checklist in the description. That's what we use with our clients and it's free for everyone. And uh, all of you, you can download it. Thanks again, Jimmy. Thanks everyone and uh, have a great day.